This is Trigger Point, episode 35. My name's Serena, and sitting across from me is my co-host Peter. Hello, Peter. Hello, everyone. Good morning. (laughs) Okay, I know I came late today, Peter. There is no need to, like, you know, stab me (laughs) during recording. That's uncalled for. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) It's the perfect place to say it. I seriously thought I set the alarm, and then, like, I wake up, and I look at my watch, and I... Uh, this is the time I'm supposed to be at Peter's already. Oops. <laughs> and I noticed my message too is like, why am I not the least bit surprised? <laughs> I, 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 it's just, it's gone to the point where I'm, I'm just like, uh, you tell me that you're going to be here at a certain time, and I literally <laughs> plan that you won't be there for at least an hour, most likely two, <laughs> until after the fact, look, 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 and okay. then still give you the rest of the day so okay, that we can do well, what okay. we have to plan. Okay, okay. <laughs> look, I know that when we do board games, I'm normally this late, but normally with recording, I'm better than that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So Better. <laughs> So no, instead of the two hours, you're maybe just an hour late. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Better. Look, normally I would say because of a certain event that happened, um, <laughs> that would be the reason why I'm late today. Mm. But actually it was a different reason. Um, yesterday, uh, after something else I'll talk about later, um, me and Andrew were watching Glee mm. and then the cat sat on our laps, well, sat on his lap yeah. and did like all this cute stuff like, he hugged Andrew's leg. And so we're like, well, now we can't move. Yeah. Because, you know. That's rare. That's rare, right? <laughs> like, we, 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 we pat her and she rolls over and holds onto our arm or our hand and, and like, not scratch the crap out of us. Yeah. And we're like, oh, the cat's so snuggly. What's so we're. <laughs> I know. So we're like, oh, it's so cute. She's so cute. So we just sat there for another two or three episodes while we're doing that. And then it was, we didn't sleep until kind of late. And then, so I didn't get enough sleep. And I didn't get enough sleep for the whole week. So um, I like wake up and, and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm late. Mm. Oops. <laughs> As I said, that's okay. I planned for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't tell me that. Now, now, now subconsciously I'll know that and I'll like be even later because it's like, oh, well, Peter don't expect me to be there anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't expect you to be here, but I'm still here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I told my friend I couldn't like meet up for for her for um coffee and brunch this morning because like oh now I have to be back like so I can do recording stuff. Yeah, I should have done it. You should probably have gone for the brunch. Well, no, you should have let me know, and then I we 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 could have just pushed it later today. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Not that the audience would know. Like, I mean, it still comes out whenever, right? That is true. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, so I'm just looking at the notes here. And Peter, you've been a little busy. I have. Reading and watching watching (laughs) stuff and, you know, quite a lot of stuff, actually. And I'm like, you know, I should have given you a bigger project to do instead of, like, just one movie. If I'd known you all that free time. I don't know why, though. Like, oh, actually, no, I I do know why. As I said, I'll explain it when I'm I'm talking about it. Yeah, okay, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. What what have you been doing, Peter? So, um, I've been uh, watching Black Clover Mm -hmm. on Anime Lab. Mm -hmm. Um, If if people remember, I I talked about Black Clover a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Well... Actually, I don't remember when I talked about it, but I, I've, I've mentioned it previously. Uh, and then I realized, oh, 
they've got season one and two on Anime Lab. I was like, oh, cool. I can have, I can watch it. So I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I did. Uh, it, if only you thought about it that way for anything that I asked you to do. Like, you know, oh, you have a book that you have to read for, for, for Trigger Point. And like, so you did. Like- <laughs> <laughs> um, and this isn't a short anime either. It's currently, there's 98 episodes on Anime Lab. And um, it's not finished. It's yet. not finished. Uh, so for two seasons, 102 episodes. Um, I finished all 98 today. <laughs> Um, so that took me like a week and a bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now I know what you're capable of. <laughs> no, okay. In my defense, in my defense, and this is the reason why I've managed to actually watch this. Um, surprisingly, this uh, anime doesn't have a subbed version mm. on Anime Lab. There's only the dubbed version, so mm. it's only it's all in, in English. I normally. I'm normally when I watch uh, anime or anything like that, I like to watch the original and I, I like the original voiceovers and I'll just read subtitles. Um, obviously, this summer I didn't have the option of doing that. I just put it on with the English dub dub. And normally I'd hate English dub because I think they're a bit weird and off. But surprisingly, this one was actually really good. I really enjoyed the voice actors. Um, for the show, uh, especially the two leads for it. Um, and funnily enough, I just realized the two leads were actually getting married in real life. Huh. Anyway, uh, kind of makes sense though. I think like it, it does show when they're doing the interactions on the show. Like I can, you can kind of like tell, feel it. Yeah. You can feel that they really, they, they really know each other. Yep. Um, but I really enjoyed the dubbed version and because it's dubbed, it means I don't have to sit in front of the TV to watch it. I can mm. do other stuff. I can just listen to it. Um, you see, that's how I feel about audiobooks as opposed to reading a physical book. You I can know. do other things. I know, yeah. I know. And like, as I've mentioned, and, but I, I agreed previously as well that, that I did enjoy that aspect of it. <laughs> we just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Um, but with this one, obviously, just given I didn't have the choice, I had to just put it on, on the dubbed version. But it meant that for me, the, the best thing was I could do cooking while I'm... Yep while I'm watching the show. Um, so, like, that has managed to, you know, give me, like, an extra, like, two episodes worth every single day just because <laughs> I didn't have to, like, stop yeah. um, to cook and then eat. I can just, like, do all that while I'm still watching the show. Uh-huh. Um, so that was why I managed to get through so much of it in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. It normally wouldn't happen. I can't do it if it a real book. Yeah. And I can't do that if it was, like, another anime that, I didn't have the dub version or the dub version was really bad. Right. So what we're saying is that in the future, where we're going to watch an anime, we should choose something with dub. And if we're ever going to read a book, it's best if I choose one with an audiobook so you could listen to it. Like- no. <laughs> no. No. I would still say I would prefer, you know, doing it the original way. No, actually, one other reason why I'm, I didn't, it, uh, having the dub version didn't turn me off initially was because I've read the manga for the first half. So for actually all of season one, I've actually, I actually know the story. Did you have to rewatch season one, right? Just to make sure you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But because I've read season one, pretty much all the way through. Yeah. um, I felt like I didn't need to kind of be, I didn't have to put as much attention to it. Ah, okay. 
which yeah. is why I was happy just having the dub version. I can just listen to things instead of like having to read and watch everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would have been able to do that if this was a completely new show and I have no idea of like the story or how magic worked or whatever. Okay. I don't know if I would still be able to do that. I'm just saying that was one of the reasons. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I finished watching Black Clover. I'm waiting for the last four episodes because it's not on Anime Lab yet, which is really annoying. Because mm-hmm. now it's getting to the really good part. And it's like, I need to know what happens. God. But there's only just a few episodes left, right, you said? Yeah. But this is the part where it's... No, because the show isn't finished yet. So this season three is going to come. Oh, later. okay, okay, yeah. Um. So yeah, it, now it's just getting to the really interesting part of the whole mm-hmm. anime, mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I've been watching that. Um, I've also been reading uh, a Korean manga called Solo Leveling. Mm. Um, I've been reading a few Korean manga recent, well, in the last half a year or so. Uh, um, uh, I don't know if it's just the manga that I've chosen to read or whether Korean mangas tend to have this habit. Or maybe it's just this time, like it's a trend. It's a trend. Um, Every manga that I seem to read from Korea is very obsessed with like leveling or or like understanding. Like a game. Yeah, or like gaming gaming life, right? Um, I started reading solo leveling um, and I really enjoyed this. Well, at least up until where the uh, manga's manga's finished. Um, I went straight from the manga to the light novel, so I'm reading the light novel at the moment. Um, Really enjoying that. Uh, I don't know if I should go too much detail about it, because it's like... The the basic story is like, you know, this guy is a hunter in this world that has magical properties, um, and he's like this really low-ranked person. And in this world, you can't level up. Like, like you're stuck with the rank. You're, you're stuck given. with the ranking that you're given, um, and he goes into this raid, nearly dies, and suddenly, for some reason, a quest appears above him. And normally, this doesn't happen. Like people don't get like quests. Like, there's no pop up. There's no pop ups. But anyway, there's this pop up for him, and he's like, "Do you want to accept this quest?" And he goes, "Well, I'm dying, so yeah." <laughs> so he accepts it. And because what, here, if you die, you die. It's not like you yeah, get it's not an actual game. Like you, you, you it, this is actual real life. Um, and what happens is he starts to live his life because after this experience, he survives, and he essentially his whole life turns into a game. Yeah, he suddenly has stats that he could see. There are ways for him to level up. He could gain currency that he could use in an online menu, online store kind of thing yeah. that no one could see. And he suddenly gets these rare items that people don't have access to because yeah. he just buys them from a store in the game. Yeah, um, and so yeah, so I mean, I've been reading that too. Well, I mean, it 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 can't. I think it is a trend because I am reading more and more books mm. that are as a genre called RP. RPG or RP lit, yeah, and uh, it's about people. Either they get sucked into a game, yeah, or their be- life becomes a game. Yeah. Like suddenly they get access to a menu that they didn't have access to before. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's interesting in a way. Like if you are a gamer, yeah, if if you've played these games and stuff, and you read it, then you'll be like, oh yeah, I, I understand. I, yeah, like- it's interesting to see how these mechanics work in a real life. Yeah. Now, obviously, if you're not a gamer, none of this makes sense to you. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why for me it's it's really interesting because obviously I'm quite 
I quite enjoy gaming and I quite、mm. enjoy playing RPG. So、mm. like everything they're talking about in the manga is like, oh, I know what that's like. Oh, I know what they mean when they do. Like, it, there's no need for like explanations of like why this would seem weird. And for me, it'd be like, oh yeah, I can totally see why this would be, you know, the case.、Um, oh yeah. I mean, like, okay, just like in you were recomm- you're recommending this book, I would recommend a book that's like that called Dungeon Lord.、Mm. Um, it's it's called The Wraith's Haunt,、um, and it's also a, oh, not RPG lit, it's lit RPG. Okay,、um, and antics, <laughs> yeah, right.、Um, and it's it's kind of like the same. The guy gets sucked into a world where he suddenly has these abilities, where everyone actually in that world. Has these abilities to you know to manipulate their stats and、mm. to level up,、um, and but they don't think it's a game. They just think this is real life. Yeah. And he's entered this world,、um, and he's trying to like he's he's a gamer, so、yeah. he's trying to game the system、mm. and do certain things. And it's interesting from that tip. Point of view.、Um, so I guess maybe it's just a trend. Yeah. It's just interesting that like like currently this seems to be very there's a there's a very large amount of.、Um, Either like anime or manga or literature that deals with this particular genre. It just,、mm, seemed, mm. it just seemed to have like really spiked the last, I guess, couple of like couple of years, maybe. Yeah, yeah.、Um, now, obviously, there's some that are very badly written,、oh, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> YA is currently filled with terribly <laughs> written books.、Uh, there are some good ones out there. <laughs> I, oh, same thing with like with solo leveling.、Um, I only started reading the light novels after the mangas, like up to where the mangas finishing. Yeah, like, yeah. Because obviously yeah. the mangas are still catching up with. Yeah, with yeah. And so I'm like, ah, I can't bother waiting, so I just read、yeah. the light novels.、Um, so I don't know what the start is like. Oh, you skipped it. You didn't go and reread it from the. No, start. I didn't reread from the start. I just basically went. From where、uh, I finished with the manga, went straight to the light novels. See, I, I'll be very hesitant to do that because they're always like either missing something or they've added something because like they've changed media and sometimes yeah, when they when they medium and when they do that they sometimes like oh it doesn't work it didn't work、uh, here or maybe、yeah. it was it could have been better written and so they、yeah. go and redo it. I don't know.、Yeah. I just I, like, I haven't found any that's jarring at the moment.、Okay. So、um, I just can't be bothered reading right, right, right. from the start to. Yeah. Where I'm now, so I, I just skipped it. So I don't know what it reads like at the start. Okay, I don't know if, like, I don't know. I always find、um, it's easier using manga as a medium to to start the story, to introduce the story because you've got the visual to really、yeah. help you. Yeah. Whereas if it's just、um, the just the light novel,、yeah. it might be too much descriptions and like、uh, yeah. trying to explain things, and like、uh-huh. sometimes I find that a bit boring. Yeah. And so if it doesn't. Like catch my interest that early, I,、yeah. I tend to lose focus.、Uh-huh. Whereas with the manga, because they can just show you, like instead of you know spending, I don't know, two three pages explaining something,、yeah. they just have one panel, and it's drawn and out, and it's drawn、yeah. out, and、yeah. you can see exactly what they're trying to say.、Yeah. So I think that helps in、mm. that res- respect. So because、um, I find I've really enjoyed reading a lot of like novels after I started watching or reading like reading the, comics, the manga. Yeah. yeah, yeah.、Okay. So I I find that I haven't really. Like Andrew's really into light novels. Yeah, and I'm surprised that I, as much as I love reading comics and stuff,、mm. I don't do light novels. Yeah, I feel like、um, the story that they tell, they're trying to tell, would be better in visual. Yeah, and sometimes I'm just reading all these words, and I'm like, I think I'll get it better if you just draw the thing. Yeah, yeah. and so I'm, I'm always like, 
I feel like if I if I'm reading a novel, yeah. I expect a certain level of writing that doesn't mm. exist in light novels. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I'm reading light novels, I'm feeling like, well, this would be better drawn. So it feels like the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Like I'm just like, <laughs> I might as well just read the comic. You yeah, know, that that's just. My... I, well, I think that's also why it helps having the, the comic to start off because, like, then you've got you know the uh, you've got the look of the character already in your head. Yeah. You've got like what they do already yeah, had, yeah, like yeah. moves that they do are already in- and locations have already been drawn out for you so yeah. you know oh this is what the coffee shop looked like or or this is what that forest looked yeah, like yeah exactly or, and so yeah. you know later on when you reread you know those particular scenes again you don't have to kind of visualize it yeah. it's already there yeah um i think that really helps so mm. um yeah i yeah i don't but i don't know what it would be like if i had to read it from the very start mm. i don't know whether i would have still been as uh, intrigued and being drawn yeah. into the story as much as I had, you know, if I had just started from the manga. Yeah. But, okay. I just had a thought, right? Because when you're reading, say, fantasy books and they say, oh, that's an elf. Mm. You know what an elf looks like. Yeah. They don't have to spend pages describing to you what an elf is. Yeah. Um, whereas I think with a lot of light novels uh, and because of comics, they draw a world that doesn't exist and there's yeah. no tropes for yet. Mm. And so if they had to write it, they have to describe yeah. a lot of stuff to you. Yeah. Um, like I'm just trying to think of some of the comics that I've read re- recently where um, just some of the technology that they have mm. is not something in our sci-fi yeah. books yet. Yeah. And they'll have to tell you about the interface that they're using, the the, the mechanics that they're – like the, what they're wearing. Yeah. And they'll just spend – it would just be too bogged down. Whereas if it's a comic, it's just there. Yeah, it shows you visually yeah. what it is. So there's no need to kind of like get into even Details. like how it works. Like if you show me that how this is what it looks like when yeah. it's working, you can kind of go like, oh, okay, that that makes sense. And yeah. then when you're reading it, it kind of you can kind of just associate those things together. Well, okay, like if if you're in a world where everyone thinks that's normal, right? Like, yeah. Oh, putting your hand on an interface and then certain things would happen. If you're just what if you're just watching it on yeah. in an anime or reading in a comic mm. they do the action and this is normal for them yeah in a book they have to describe it because yeah. you don't know it right they have to describe it and just by describing it it it's, points to the fact that it's not normal yeah like it's something that you don't have experience in yeah. which is why they have to explain it to mm. you and then you kind of get drawn out of that situation you're yeah. like ah oh, okay um that's kind of strange like you know they have to point it out too obviously to you uh, yeah. that's just how i feel yeah um, I guess one other thing I wanted to mention was it's it's interesting reading. Uh, I mean, having read different mangas from different countries, uh-huh. um, the, the stylistic differences between uh, like a Korean manga compared to like a Japanese manga and yeah. like American. I would say like Korean somewhere between Japanese and American. Like for okay. me, I, I kind of feel like because Korean manga also has very they draw with very bold lines okay. as well. Uh-huh. Like it, it's not very. Um, Japanese mangas tend to be very fine lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and American is also very bold. But Korean is like in the bold style, like using bold lines but drawn in the Japanese way. Okay. That that's kind of what I feel like when I'm reading it. So okay. it's 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 a bit jarring when I first It doesn't um, follow the tropes you're used to. Well, not only that, it's just I'm used to seeing a certain feature or or, or like how fe- how certain features are drawn. Yep. You expect it to be in a certain way, yeah. Like especially if I, facial the, features, you mean? Well, no, just any features, like, um, like how eyes are drawn, for example, or you know, you know how the body is drawn. Uh-huh. Like, 
there's just it's just very different. Okay. Anyway, so it's just I was just interesting to see how the uh, like different countries use different styles. Yeah. And to yeah. draw the art. So yeah. It'd be interesting having like a comparison between you know oh, yeah. mangas from or like well that's the thing right I, I would different. feel like anyone who's used to reading comics like if you're used to uh, reading like Marvel comics or whatever I feel like you should try having a look at not just Japanese manga and like Korean manga but try looking at say Hong Kong comics as yeah. well they're all drawn in such different ways yeah. except everyone in that country kind of follows the same kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, conventions and it's kind of interesting too because it's like nowadays especially when you have this cross pollination mm. of stuff right you would expect that more Japanese comics will be drawn in the American way yeah, maybe yeah. or like or whatever yeah. but they don't they no, still they still, still very thick. they're still very much like no no this is how our art style is yeah. and we will maintain it <laughs> and in a way I don't mind that because no. at least you know when I'm reading a certain comic in a certain country I know this is what I sh- if I, I, I feel like I want to read this stuff, yeah. I go here. Yeah, if yeah. I want to read this other stu- stuff, mm. like, you know, a lot of fighting without a lot of conversation, I know where I would go for that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's a, it's, um, it could be very comforting in a way when they're a convention that everyone follows. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I've been doing. I've been very busy. <laughs> what have you been doing, Serena? <laughs> okay. Um. So I think, okay, this would sound kind of sad when I said this thing. One of the most interesting things that have happened in the last few weeks was um, last week on I went on a road trip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I drove about, me and Andrew went, drove about like two and a half hours or something outside of Melbourne to a place called Ballarat. Uh, that's where all our uh, gold panning and mining and stuff our gold rush happened yeah. ages ago uh it is also the location of one of the last remaining dine-in pizza huts <laughs> uh because uh me and andrew and a couple of our other friends we were just talking just one night like we were having dinner and we we're talking and we we're like you know what you remember how as kids we go to pizza hut for all you can eat hmm. like dining all you can eat where are they? Like, they, they just don't exist anymore. You can't find any Pizza Hut that's not just delivery. You can't eat in yeah. anymore. And we were like, I wonder if there's any left. Mm. And apparently there's still one left in the state. And that's in Ballarat. Yeah. And we're like, you know what? Only one still left in Victoria <laughs> is Ballarat. Yes. Not in Melbourne. Not no, in no, Melbourne City. No, no, no. No. Not even in Geelong. No. The second largest city. No. This no. is in Ballarat, which is a, a, a small town. <laughs> Well, it's pretty big. I spent four hours there, but <laughs> yes, yes, it's a small town that cl- a sleepy town that closes at probably four p.m. kind of thing, and we were like, you know what? It'd be interesting just to go, to, you know, for the nostalgia's sake. We'll just go. Now we've looked up the Yelp reviews and stuff, and we expected the place to be very grotto. Like it's just going to be gross, like the walls would paint chipped and all that stuff so we went expecting like we went on a saturday with the full expectation that on sunday we'll be suffering from food poisoning (laughs) (laughs) but we thought that that would be part of the whole experience so we went and it started off fantastically because um the, the the other two friends got there a little earlier and they said it was hard to find the place because the sign, the big, you know, the 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 red sign with the Pizza Hut 
white logo had been smashed. <laughs> like, so you can't even see where it is. And, and you know, we're like, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> this, is, this is starting off like so. <laughs> you know, this is exactly what we expected. And we go into this place and there's like only like two other tables there. And the, the, the all-you-can-eat area, the pa- the place where they put all the pizzas, only half the pans were filled. And uh, we look at the... The, the, the salad uh, bar. The salad bar was kind of like sad-looking. <laughs> um, the the, the uh, chocolate mousse looks like it's been re-whipped or something. Like, it, it looked pretty bad. And the guy in the counter looked kind of sleepy and didn't care. And we're like, oh, okay, this is... This is this is great, right? Like, and you go and pick up a plate, and the plates are all chipped. I'm like, oh god, you know, what are we, what are we doing? Like, and and we 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 put, you know, we grab a couple of slices of pizza, and uh, one of the other friends put some sad looking chips on it, and we took photos on the plate, and it looks really sad. <laughs> and then we ate it, and it was good. <laughs> it, it was surprisingly good. Like, it could be because. Any pizza that you have now are delivered. Mm. And so normally by the time they arrive, they're a little cold maybe yeah. or oily or soggy or something. But this is fresh pizza mm. that came out. and Because even though there's not a lot of choices of pizza out there, they get renewed. Like they get refreshed mm. very quickly. Like either because even with only two tables, the other table was like, uh, you know, six people or something. Like uh, so the pizzas get eaten quickly and even if they weren't if there are only like two slices left and it's been sitting there for 10 minutes we've seen people like we see the staff come and replenish it like just change it over now that might not be very good you know environmentally wise but from taste wise all the pizzas are always very fresh yeah. and also they had a plate that was surprisingly empty on the, the a pan that was empty but it wasn't a pizza pan mm. it was a pan for garlic bread mm. and I saw this girl who stacked her plate full of like garlic breads and walk away and the pan was empty and i'm like oh okay the the garlic bread must be really good here i i should make sure i get one and uh because my back was facing the pans um my friend was like oh the pe- the, the 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 garlic bread's out you might want to go and get it i turn around and already that same little girl had got you know it's piled her plate full of garlic bread and walked away again i'm like okay damn it this is like the second time i'm i'm gonna keep Wait. my eye on this i'm just gonna look and the thing is, okay, so the next pan comes and I grab four because, you know, we're four people on a table. And we have it. And it's like, oh, my God, it's so good. Like, it's, like, it's, it's really garlicky. Like, they, they don't skimp on the garlic butter. Must be so, uh, like, unhealthy, right? And, like, it was it was crispy and crunchy enough without, like, cutting your, your lip and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm really pleasantly surprised by this, <laughs> like, this, this uh, visit. Now, okay, at the same time, my cup of coke like they give you a cup for refills my cup of coke has slowly started to leak all over the table and i'm like okay this is <laughs> this this place has its ups and downs but like i go and tell the guy okay my, my my cup is like leaking all over the place can you come and clean it up right because you know i, I don't want to pick it up and have yeah, yeah. coke go everywhere and the guy comes and he's really apologetic and even though he was sleepy when we first came in he was actually he cares yeah like he was like, oh, I'm so sorry, and wipes it down, gives me a new cup, and he's apologizing all over the place. You would expect, like, someone, because he looks like, you know, first year uni, and this is like a part-time job kind yeah. of thing. He doesn't look like he's just like, I don't care about my job, yeah. and this is just going to, like, who cares? I'm going to get paid regardless. Like, yeah. there's some effort here. Like, even though the place looked like it's going to fall down <laughs> around us, um, they, they, there's some 
it seems like everyone who's working there cares a little bit. Like the yep. pizzas aren't just like, well, who comes here and eats this stuff anyway? Like they're just <laughs> going to make, you know, half-ass attempt. No, every pizza had like a lot of like Topping. uh, toppings and all that stuff. Yep. And even though there's only two or three tables there, you know, they make sure everything gets restocked. I mean, the salad bar was still sad, but yep. everything else was really good. Uh, the, 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 the was it chocolate mousse mm. even though it looked kind of it's chocolate mousse how do you make it except for when it first come out and the top like is pristine yeah, that's yeah. the only time it actually looks good right yeah, after yeah, you've yeah. kind of have a few people dig into yeah, it's, it's it's gonna look like crap and and they had that ice cream machine you know when you put you know you go and fill up on your own ice cream and so i i remember as a child that when you go for the dessert mm. you only ever need one dollop of 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 uh chocolate mousse and ice cream and that would fill you up because that it, it's actually a lot yeah and my friend, he forgets, like he was just piling <laughs> like mousse on because you don't think one spoonful is enough, right? So you just keep it up. And then he puts a load of ice cream in it and he was getting so sick at the end of it. He's like, oh, this is so much food. I'm like, you forget how buffet works. You got to control yourself here. <laughs> just because you only, you know, you paid them, it's unlimited. You don't go, you know, full out. Yeah. But so it was in- interesting. We left the pizza hut and we're like, you know, the food was good, but there was still only like, Less than five tables. Yeah. How does this place survive? Mm. Right? Because it's it's still here, right? Yeah. And the thing is, we went the whole day, we went around Ballarat, walking yeah. around and stuff. It was a trip. It wasn't just to, to Pizza Hut. We walked around. And then that night, we went back to our cars, which was parked at Pizza Hut, yeah. to leave. And we saw that the Pizza Hut was completely full. Like the car <laughs> hut was packed. The place was full. And we're like, oh. But this is why it survived. <laughs> yeah, there's still a lot of people going there. So, I mean, apart from the broken sign, mm. which gave us the misunderstanding that this place is failing, yeah. they have a lot of business. <laughs> um, so, we're like, okay, that, that's Well, fine. at least you enjoyed oh, yeah. eating there and it was a good trip then. Yeah. So, for all intents and purposes, it was a very successful trip. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very interesting. But, you know, it's kind of sad when you say, oh, the most interesting that, thing that happened to me the last two weeks was going to a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> to eat and all you can eat. I mean, okay, completely honest. There was something else a little bit more interesting than that. But, you know, anyone who doesn't care would think, you know, uh, Apple fan, of course. Right. Because yesterday was the iPhone release day. Yes. And um, I dropped a lot of money mm. uh, at Apple. As, as, as expected, to be fair. Yeah. No, that's nothing new. Especially well, to our viewers uh, or <laughs> listeners, sorry. Um, I mean... Having having listened to us for you know a while, yeah. I'm sure people have realised that you are a uh, uh, an Apple fan, uh, um, and that you would be willing to part with money. Okay, no, with no, <laughs> no, no. Look, uh, two years ago when I bought the iPhone 10, mm. it was very expensive, mm. right? Like, like there's more is more expensive than any of the phones that they came out on by a substantial amount. Yeah, and I told myself, okay, I'll buy this one. On the premise that I'm not going to swap it in two years like yeah. I normally do, mm. I'll wait three years. Yeah, right. Mm. Which I know sounds so first world, right? <laughs> like it's like I know I I'm will, so lucky. Like, oh wow! Uh, yeah, I, I will. I will refrain from you know purchasing a new phone. So <laughs> yeah, I, I I know I know not everyone can like just drop thousands of dollars on a phone even every three years, and I am really grateful that I have that ability. It's also the reason why I don't have kids, right? Like I, I made that choice, yeah. right? Kids or iPhone. And I chose <laughs> iPhone. 
Um, but, <laughs> uh, that was my choice to make. Yeah. It's my cross to bear. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when I'm old and decrepit and yeah. I have no grandchildren to visit me <laughs> and I'm living in an old people's home and you're surrounded by, you know, all your, your kids and, and you're smug about it. If your kids haven't just thrown you into an old people's <laughs> home and don't care about you, then, you know, that you so can feel, not, you know, not to me then. <laughs> yeah, right. Like right now I choose to live my life the way I like live it uh, because I can't I can't support both no. I don't think a lot of people can support no. both right like many of my company pays me more maybe but you, you know um, if my boss is listening <laughs> hint hint um, but so uh, but yeah so I wasn't planning on doing it mm-hmm. except I, I do have a friend who works at Apple mm. and she has a discount mm. and she's not working there anymore like she's she's quitting at the end of this month yeah. and so it was like oh um <sighs> last chance I'll get this discount uh, yeah this discount is pretty substantial yeah and and then if I trade in my phone it just makes this phone a lot more a lot more affordable and like if I'm going to do it next year and then I lose out on the discount and my phone is worth worth less I, I don't know I mean obviously as a fangirl I could justify anything of course right? and so uh, I dropped it I dropped a lot of money on the phone mm-hmm. the new phone I'm also going to be dropping up a lot of money on the watch oh okay you're getting another watch uh, well this one's going to go for An- to Andrew ah. he's not getting one right like he's he's on He's on series zero, which is what, five years ago? And his watch is going really, really slowly. And it seems like now that we've got the new phone, it might not pair with his new phone. <laughs> um, so he's he's eyeing my watch, <laughs> like my series three watch. And I'm like, okay, so uh, he gets the three, I get the five. Yeah, all good. <laughs> okay. Right? <laughs> but I'm also, uh, like, there's a, I also dropped a lot of money because my mum wants a phone. I'm not paying for her phone. She's paying for it, yeah. but... It's on my card right now. Yeah, so yeah. it seems like a lot of money is going to Apple yeah. right now. Um, and, uh, but like, look, my mom hasn't, my mom has like the what, seven, I think it was. So she, she's been holding out for, and her phone's starting to not answer phone calls. Like I call her and she says it doesn't ring. Like, and she calls me and it doesn't come through until she calls again. And I'm like, take it to the Apple store and get it fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, if they're going to charge me for it, I might as well get the new phone. I'm like, yeah, you still want to fix your phone, right? So, um, again, because of the discount stuff, she wow, thinks it's... I'm still on my 6S. I, I know. So, let's talk about something that Peter's going to be doing oh. in about a week's time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, uh, you know, as we said, Peter has a lot... Okay, before we go... Uh, the reason why this section is much longer than usual, <laughs> because because the movie, as much as I love it for all the wrong reasons, Peter is very apathetic to it. Yeah, <laughs> there, uh, there's not a lot of times when I come in to Peter's house and say, "Hey, what did you think about the book slash movie slash TV show?" What, and there was silence. Not because there was anger. Yeah. Not because there was like a lot of pent up frustration. Peter essentially just said, "Meh." <laughs> like that is his summary. So not that there's not a lot of stuff to say. I have a lot of things to say, but it's just one sided. So <laughs> my I, I have I'll have like very little input when it comes <laughs> to actual talking about the movie because I'm just like 
<laughs> Although I can imagine that when we actually get to talking about it, some of the stuff might incense, like might oh, yeah. light a fire Fight. under Peter's butt, and then yeah. like he'll be like, "No, I do not agree with what you're saying at all," yeah. and then yeah. we'll get into a long discussion. Mm. But, but we do actually have legitimate reasons for making this longer because there's actually something that we need to say because Peter mm. have so much. Free time, <laughs> has so much leave from work, have so much money to spend. You think I have a lot of money to spend on this phone? Like, I'm spending this money on this phone and I'm going to be eating instant noodles for the next few weeks. <laughs> Peter is going to be like, oh, you know what? Um, I got time. I'm just going to take a week off work and I'm going to fly to Toronto on not economy because I'm not a plebe. <sighs> Okay, let me rephrase that (laughs) Yes, I am going to Toronto I'm going to Toronto just because I happen to want to take leave I have a family friend who's getting married So I'm going over there to celebrate You see, it's normally for for normal people like me, a plebe Situation like this where, you know, I have to go to a family friend's wedding, someone I'm not really close to, I could say, I don't have the money and I don't have to leave. I'm sorry. But with Peter, that's not a legit reason. (laughs) He's got money coming out of his ass. Like his company wants him to go and leave. Like it's just like, you know. Uh, Yeah, so I'm flying to Toronto and... You know, it's a long flight. Okay, it's a very, very long flight for for people who don't who don't get it. Like Australia, it's a very far far away from the rest of the world. Okay, yes, we fly four hours and we're still in freaking Australia. Yes, <laughs> that is true. It's like from Melbourne, you fly four hours up and you're still only just got to Queensland. Yes, that is true. <laughs> you haven't left Australia yet. Yeah, for people in Europe, that's like they've gone through like two countries or something already. <laughs> we have even left our own country no. after flying four hours. So, you know, and I'm... And, and that's not the longest distance. No, that's If we're not... going from east to west, that's like more than four yeah, hours. Yeah, exactly, right? right? So... Uh, and so I'm flying via Hong Kong to Toronto. Yeah. So it's like nine hours to Hong Kong, and it's like another like thirteen hours to Toronto. Mm. So you put it all together, it's like you know, like twenty four hours on a plane. Yes. It's a very very long time. Mm-hmm. I can't do that on economy class. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, the, the <laughs> privilege that just came out of <laughs> So many people must hate you now. Like you know, at least I'm saying I know I feel extremely lucky to be able to dump that amount of money on my phone. Which I'm gonna be using for two years, right? Like every day. Yeah. You're doing you're spending like, you know, five times the amount of my money, I think. On a flight that lasts 24 hours, which I understand would be much better if you were in business, whatever. Was business premium? premium. Yeah. So um, I'm buying premium one way in business, the other way. Yeah. So it, it, it's like that amount of money could get me a Mac Pro. Not an iMac Pro, a Mac Pro. <laughs> Not with the screen. It's just the pro, Mac the, the machine. But still, geez. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, you know, I, yeah, I, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you, you can. You won't. <laughs> There's a difference, <laughs> Peter. As a lawyer, you need to use your words carefully. You can. You have the ability to. You, I don't know if I can physically <laughs> go through it. 
anymore. You might suffer, right? <laughs> but you can. A lot of people do. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so so next month uh, when we come back, we'll get to talk to Peter about his extremely privileged mm. flight, mm. and we'll ask. Well, uh, okay. To be completely honest, at least you're not doing that. Um, what was that? That Dubai airline, Dubai airline, where you get to have a shower on the yeah, plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I I don't know what kind of how much money you need to earn for that to be considered. Oh, you know what? I'll just do yeah, it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, that is that's the kind of lifestyle I should aim for, right? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we're halfway through the show. And I think we'll be able to talk about Jupiter ascending for half an hour. Yes, Peter? Yeah, 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 yeah maybe. Mm. Okay, so Jupiter ascending is the movie we're going to watch. Well, we were the, the movie that we watched. Sorry, and uh, on this second viewing, I have to say I enjoyed it a lot more than the first viewing, uh, and I already enjoyed it a lot the first time around. <laughs> <laughs> because Ow. I, okay, I I went in hearing all sorts of bad crap about this movie, about how it is so terrible, and I go in and it is such a ridiculous movie that. You watch it and and you just marvel how this movie got made. Like, who puts that much money into it? And they're not – like, they put a lot of effort in it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. CG in this show is not half-assed. No. Right? No. And everyone act to their best ability. Now, you know. Really? Um, no, no. Really? <laughs> okay. The main characters, the main actors, that is the extent of their acting ability. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I, are they? Are they? That. Do you I think that you they're that. like Oscar winning? They're they're not. Mm. Right. And you know, I don't really expect much from either of them. <laughs> right. Any movie I watch them in, I don't look at their. They're, they're not. You know. You don't look. You don't watch their movies for the acting chops. So. No, of course not. Like uh, any movie I watch with Channing Tatum in it, not because I, I don't think he's cute. Right, like, a lot of a lot of women drool over him. I, he's not my type. Yeah. If I watch any movies, it's because it's a dancing movie. Mm. You don't watch those for their dialogue, for mm. their witty dialogue, or their great plotting. Yeah. It's just to watch excuses of all these people dancing. Mm. Right. So this movie, I don't expect anything from them. Mm. Um. But they give it their all, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, they they manage to say their lines with a straight face, with so much sincerity, <laughs> and that's like part of the charm of this movie because it is so ridiculous. Like, if you were to summarize this, it's essentially it is a space opera mm. about people harvesting planets to make everlasting juju juice, yeah. Right, <laughs> and. Um and there's this girl who finds out that her because obviously in a, in a in a world where um humanity spans universes yeah. right um DNA sequence it's just like a random number generator right like at yeah. some point you'll have the same sequences showing up again mm. and in this movie any DNA is viewed as a religion mm. which I really hope that they had built a little bit more expanded on yeah yeah because i think the the problem with this movie is uh if you look at it from the broad strokes it kind of works if you like if you if you you just painted the broad and gave the 
broad explanation of the world, yeah. it makes sense, and yeah. you can kind of go like, oh yeah, that that would work. Yeah, but every single time any of them try to dis- like define something or explain anything, it kind of falls apart because it's ridiculous. And I feel like, but at the same time, they don't explain it enough mm. because I feel like they, they because there was a one liner. They said, oh, we view DNA. Like a religion, right? like our technological advances make us understand certain things, and we view DNA like a religion. And I'm like, okay, cool. Show me more. Yeah. Tell me more. But mm. they don't. Yeah. And so you're left with this like vague kind of one-liner, and you're just gonna hang the rest of the movie on it. Yeah. Because the idea is, Amala Kunis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her DNA matches the DNA of a, a tycoon. Yeah. Is that a way of saying yeah, it, right? Yeah. Like a a a, mm, a, a real yeah. a royal personage, yeah. and in this world where everyone expects their DNA to come back at one point or another, um, they consider that a reincarnation of yourself. Yeah, and so all these rich people would write themselves back in the will, mm. and like if I show up again, yeah, all my stuff would be passed on to me. To me, yeah, which I don't actually understand how that works. Yeah, because can you can you like when you die? And your will is enacted. Mm. Doesn't it get enacted and that's it? You can't go back on it. You can't say, ah. Oh. Well, you're not going back on your will per se. But it's already been enacted, right? Like your possession has been passed on to your free living children that exists at that time. Mm. Your reincarn- reincarnation well, but does not exist. Well, but that's the thing. In, 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 in wills of the state law. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you know this, right? <laughs> like, you. That's why it's so important normally yeah. in, in normal human world yeah. when we write wills, we will specify, you know, if you're saying uh, I want to give $1,000 to each of my grandchild, you would also name those each grandchild that you're giving it to. Because if you don't do that, what happens when you have a grandchild who isn't born but then becomes born? In your will, you said that you will give $1,000 to each of your grandchild. If you Children. just stopped at it there... Yeah then each grandchild is entitled to $1,000. Well, that's what I was going to say, right? Yeah. Like, if you had written in your will, um, I'm going to split my entire estate equally amongst my children. Yeah. And you had four. Mm. And you didn't know that there was a fifth one somewhere down yeah. the road. Okay? Like, you know, you had one. And yeah. You didn't know about it. And, like, you died. The will was enacted. Mm. 30, 40 years later, you find out that there was a child somewhere. Yeah. And, like, what? Those other children had to cough up the money to give it to them. Like this is, I'm There's, not talking about like yeah. So in right? in in um in certain in certain circumstances, yeah. um depending on how far the money has left, uh-huh. um money can be traced and and can be recovered to a ah. certain extent because right. yeah. So um, obviously you know not an official you know this is not official legal advice to any person Mm-mm. out there okay but yeah in certain extents um things can go awry because of that oh okay yeah so just because something has gone to you um there are certain situations when uh it can be taken away it from can you. be taken away as okay. well okay well so then that's the basis of this movie right mm. the will was saying i'll give my money to my kids like the the, the tycoon i'll give my money to my kids Except if there's, if I get reincarnated, 
one of my possessions, one of the planets that yeah. I possess, will go, will go to, to yeah. my reincarnation. So it, 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 in, in these cases, it's not so much as, you know, I'm giving you the ownership of the thing. It's like I'm giving you the um, – it, it's like I give this to you in perpetuity uh-huh. until something else happens. Right. So this yeah. is what is more likely going to happen, That, but that's what they would write it in the will if they were going to say. Right. It's like this belongs to you, not uh-huh. uh, for you to use and own – um, uh, for, unless something else unless happens. something else happens and right. there's something else being if I miraculously you know my reincarnation happens to come out again 19th century later 19th century later <laughs> right uh, so um, the idea here is the main character finds out she's a reincarnation of this magnet like this 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 tycoon yeah. she's been given planet earth mm. and her three children has something to say about it. Mm. So essentially she gets passed on from one sibling to the other mm-hmm. um, because they have something to say to their long dead mother, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Is that one worse? <laughs> and yeah. it sounds so stupid, but at the same time... It is stupid! <laughs> This is not your mother, people. This is not the mother you're looking for. I know, I know. It is the stupidest premise. But at the same time, if we were to ignore that DNA bit, right? If it was just this girl discovers that there is a bigger uh, race of humans out in space and she gets sucked into this political machinations between all these siblings, Mm. it would work as a story. And I think that that world is really fascinating just to see how, you know, in in a a race that spans like uh, galaxies Mm. and universes, because they do kind of mention that there's more than one universe kind of thing. Um, how do you control and keep track of all these people, these really powerful people? And it's kind of like they, they have these kind of like rules and fines and stuff. Like you can't do certain things to each other. Like you don't just have warfare with each other. You yeah. probably need to fill in forms before you could do that. <laughs> and I find that kind of interesting. Or the fact that humans or or, or the, each individual person is so... Uh, they just mean so little in a world that's this big. Mm. Like, you know, oh, okay, so these people who are going to be soldiers, we'll just splice them with animals because it'll make them more effective or efficient as as soldiers. Why would you not do that? You know, if if you have so many people, if you are a ruler with so many people beneath you, why would you not change them to meet the requirements of their job? Yeah. Right, because they mean nothing. Especially if you can live for as long as you could, because yeah. all of them have these, um, you know, they can immerse themselves in this in this juice, so yeah. to speak, that would uh, turn back yeah age. turn back their age to the optimum um, yeah. self. So there's, a, there's an optimal uh, age for everyone, and mm. this juice would basically put turn, you back into put that, you back into that exact time frame. Yeah, and so. Uh, all all the, the main three siblings, the, the three siblings who are fighting for their mother's inheritance, they've been living for like centuries. And for them, why would one single human matter, right? Like it, it makes sense from that point of view. Mm. It's like they live for what a puny 80 years. They're gone in the blink of an eye. Mm. Who cares what they feel during that 80 years? I am eternal. I yeah. live much like my, my concerns are so much bigger than theirs. Yeah. And, that's the kind of world that would have been really interesting and so fascinating to see. Mm. Except this movie doesn't don't... go into that. No, at all. <laughs> it doesn't. Because all it's focused on is the stupid, stupid 
you know, mother, <laughs> and 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 her romance with her her bodyguard, wolfy doggy bodyguard. <laughs> I love dogs. I've always loved dogs. <laughs> that line is amazing. I love that line because I watched this when I first watched it in the cinema, and that line happened. Okay, the idea is that Mila Kunis is. Uh, is rescued yeah. by a soldier, an ex-soldier. Uh, he'd been sent to kind of protect her, like ignore why he was sent there. He he just has to protect her, and she falls in love with him. Mm. Which oh, there's so again, there's like, like why you you known the guy for like a day, and you fall in love with him. It's all the re- wrong reasons, like right. It's because you ha- were put in dangerous situations. Your heart is racing. I was, or the, I was and- falling and suddenly you swooped me up. And <laughs> therefore, at that moment, I felt safe. <laughs> it's the chemicals in your brain. You're misunderstanding adrenaline <laughs> for love. Okay. But, okay. So she's in love with him and she's like, oh, you know, she's essentially jumping him. As, like, he, she's really forward about yeah. her advances. Like, she's interested in him and she's like, oh, I'm always falling in love with the wrong guys, don't you think? And she, he's like, you know, Your Majesty, um, I, I've been spliced with a dog. I, I have more in common with a dog than with humans. And she essentially says, oh, I love dogs. I've, I've always loved dogs. <laughs> and the entire cinema just... Like they were snorting and laughing. I swear, if anyone had popcorns, they would have thrown it at the cin- at the screen. That was the kind of environment I think you should have watched this movie in. When no one takes it seriously, everyone's taking a piss out of this, and everyone's just laughing at the sheer audacity of what's being written and being performed. It's like a it's like a joke at Hollywood. It's like it's like the Wachowski siblings went. You know, I wonder how badly we need to write this script for Hollywood to actually wake up and realize. This is a crap show, right? And it feels like they haven't. Like it feels like they 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 thought they pushed it. Like it's still being taken seriously, and I find that fascinating because some of those lines, if it was, I think if anyone else made it, would not have worked. Like to say, like because she, Marla Kunis has to. She had to stay at the safe house for a little while on Earth, kind of thing. Mm. And while she was there, when she was still clueless to what's going on, she suddenly gets surrounded by bees. Yeah, and like they 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 swarm her, but they don't attack her. It was very pretty, though. You have to say, like she moving, she moved her arms up and down, and all these bees are like, dancing. you know, dancing around her. And that was fine as a visual until Sean Bean then says, "Oh, bees are genetically." designed to recognize royalty <laughs> i just i lost it like i couldn't i love i also love that line because it's so stupid it's like that's not what did i go and swarm the queen of england because she's royalty. <laughs> when she does that wave <laughs> Pinky all the bees. <laughs> it's so stupid and yet they say it with the straightest face. Sean Bean believes every single word the line says he's saying. And I'm just like, this is amazing. I don't understand how this movie got made. It's just and and Peter's watching this movie and he's like, I can't believe I'm watching this. <laughs> yes. I can't believe I'm watching this. <laughs> but but uh, I did. I watched through it. Uh, look, I didn't okay. care for anything though. I mean, I look. I thought it was like yeah, the, those two lines were like a bit ridiculous, but 
I also didn't think they were like so exceptionally like ludicrous <laughs> that it would that it was like so funny that, or so bad it was so funny either. I don't know. It was just like was it that bad really? I know it okay. do, it doesn't seem like it's worse than any you know cringe worthy like lines that you see people say when they're doing a rom com. Okay, something. but was the movie pretty? Like the CG, like the spaceships. The, the spaceship pl- was pretty. Yeah, the, the spaceship was pretty. And the planets. The planets, like in, in Jupiter, when the the factory and stuff, they put a lot of effort into the yeah, landscape. Like, yeah. <laughs> and her dresses, her wedding dress was really pretty. Oh, I hated that dress. Oh, really? It it it, it oh, maybe it was maybe it wasn't the dress. Maybe it was just like her her makeup. Oh, it's like I was like, wow, you. It looks like you, <laughs> it look it looked less like that. You know, she was going to a wedding more like a funeral. To oh, me. it was a very white and stark red kind of situation. Well, I thought it was like it it matched the kind of like the court that she was in, right? I I don't know. I just I felt. There was a lot of things that could have been told. Like the fact that, you know, there was all these people who supposedly remoted in mm. to watch this wedding. And I'm like, oh, who are all these people? Like, I oh, I don't know. I really wish that this was a book <laughs> and I could read the book and like see all the 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 political machinations that was... Well, that's, that's the thing. This this movie had a lot of potential mm. to be a really great world. Yes, there's so much interesting things that could be explained in the world yes. itself, you know, that type of universe, how those things would work and how would this, you know, human thrive, like, thrive yeah. in this and, and ascend basically into this this world and, 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 and be a ruling class of oh, this yeah. world, right? I, it, that is I would read that book so much, like that series. Oh. But this isn't it. No, it isn't. And it's not even remotely clear near that. No. But, okay, that DMV scene, like, when they go into, like, there was one part where essentially she's a reincarnation, right? Mm. But she can't claim anything yeah, until yeah, yeah. she gets the official seal to say, okay, we recognize that your DNA is the same as this person. So and you are now. Yeah, yeah. So we're, you're now legally this person and can claim all the things that was in her will. Yeah. So they had to ship her to, like... um. The, the the hub of all humanity, right? Where where it's the universal government. Yes, yes, basically. yes. So it's like this. Uh, and typically, with regards to government, oh, you have bureaucracy, yes. and with bureaucracy comes paperwork. And so that whole scene, which I did find funny, yeah. um, was that you have her going from line uh, to line, line the to line, the department, and asking for this, and the, each department going, oh, we can't give you X until you have Y, and we can't give you Y until you have Z. Oh, in order for you to get Z, you need A, and we can't give you A until you have X. Yeah. But I can't get Z if I, or I can't get A if I have, until I get this X. Yeah, like yeah. it just goes back around and around yeah. in circles. Which is typical of what bureaucracy yeah. is. And, 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 you know, as a public service, I wholeheartedly, you know, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate the fact. Because that's, that's what I feel like half the time when I'm at my job and I'm just like, oh, for F's sake, just someone just take control and just take ownership of this thing. Yeah. Um, and oh, the, I, I did like how, the, you know, in the end, how to manage to solve it. I was just like, okay. How much is this going to cost? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I bribe you? No, I really enjoyed the fact that they assigned like a, a robot to to guide her through yeah. this process. And even the robot was getting frustrated by the things. Like, he's a fr- 
freaking robot. He should understand like what he has to go through. But even he was getting like completely stymied by like, what? I have to do what now? How many lines do I have to line up in? And like he had sparks coming out of his head. And I just found that like, oh, that's... That was funny. That, that was, yeah. And I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was enjoyable, I admit. Yeah. Now, okay. I I really enjoyed Ed, Eddie Redmayne's uh, performance. Up until the point where he actually had to interact with other people, with Milo Kunis. Um, look, it was really enjoyable to watch him as a. a you know, you, you normally see the 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 evil bad guy. He's cackling or threatening or something, and the good guys would succumb to it or like get dragged away in chains. Here, he gets kicked in the nuts and he just drops <laughs> right like he he just he falls that fall was like holy crap like i forgot that actually happened like he just she just need him in the in the groin and he just plunk, gone down and then that's what happens when you need a guy in the groin <laughs> sorry <no. laughs> you generally fall after that <laughs> yeah but you don't normally see that in movies i don't think like either either the bad guy knows not to stand that close <laughs> or like the bodyguards would intervene or something right like you just don't get a clean shot like that I'm just just like drop like that, and he's like killer. <laughs> um, apart from that part, the rest of it was like um a little messy. Like the um like with most conflict scenes in this movie, like all the fight scenes in this show were boring. Y- yeah, bland. Yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, like okay, there's a it's lot like, of lasers flying around, yeah. but nothing really. You never see like anyone get really majorly hurt. You don't feel like there's any danger or anything. And it's not like those fight scenes are even well choreographed. It, no. It's just it's just like them moving. But Yeah. It's not and this is the thing where like like I I could see where they were tr- what they were trying to do because like obviously changing is supposed to be a really good dancer, right? So yeah. they're trying to like show off him in a way, dancing while fighting, but yeah. it also fails to do that. And yeah. so you're just kind of like, I just see, like, to be honest, I fast forward half of I the I think also scene. because they were using CG for so much of it, yeah. you don't really see his finesse because he's flying all over the place. Yeah. You don't really see him flipping anywhere yeah. or like jumping off a wall because he's just flying. Yeah. Like, you don't see anything. Um, although, in, in the last scene where she was running, like, she was separated from Channing Tatum yeah. and she had to run through this factory thing. Mm. I do appreciate that she is not exactly a damsel in distress, mm-hmm. right? Like she's not just waiting to be saved. Mm. She's not stuck in a place saying, Oh, I'm dangling off this thing and I'm going to die. If no one catches me. Like she is, she tries to get herself yeah. out. Of like she finds one of those elevators, like those space elevators. And she was, making her way up certain things. She had to deal with uh, Eddie Remain and like, you know, he was smacking at her with the pipe. So she grabs it and smack him back. Like, you know, <laughs> she doesn't have to be like a kick-ass fighter. Mm. She doesn't have to be big or bulky or like any of that sort of stuff. She just don't have to suck. Yeah. And I think in that sense, she didn't suck. She didn't just like, someone save me. I don't understand what's happening. I'm so overwhelmed. Like none of that, mm. right? Like she's not screaming or yelling. She was... Like, I'm taking one step at a time to try and get myself out of this situation. Yeah. And I appreciate it because I can see how it could have been completely done the other way and made mm. this even worse. So it was fine, I guess. Wow, silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, 
I enjoyed the movie. Ooh, I'm glad it, you did. Immensely. Peter feels like I've wasted two hours of his life, which in the overall sense of the thing, it was only two hours. That is true. I'm like, glad it wasn't a series that it didn't have to watch for 10 hours. Or this. a book, which you've made me read. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so now we're going to test our friendship a bit more. Because um, next month, mm. we're going to be doing a book that I've kind of told you was good. And I feel like you would want to read. Like, I, I really want you to try reading this. Mm. But now knowing your reaction to Jupiter Ascending. Um, like, I have always known that we have different tastes in things. Yeah. But I had thought that you might just hate Jupiter Ascending. I wouldn't think that you'd be meh about <laughs> it. And... To see the level of, you know... Lack of excitement uh, or, 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 or lack of energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I really am afraid that you won't like this book series because this book really interested me. Like, okay, sorry, rephrase. I really got enjoyed this first book, hmm. but I think it really paid off when I read up to the third book. Yeah. And I, I'm afraid that my view of the first one is... Uh, Crimson by the yeah. fact that you've got this payoff in the third book. Yes. So I'm going to be asking you to read this book. Mm. The audiobook is 20, 27 hours long. Mm. Um, not a short book. <laughs> not, not a short book. None of the, th- none of the four books in the series are, are short. They're all like 20-something hours. I don't expect you to read more than the first one <laughs> just because... You know, but uh, I'm just afraid that after telling you to watch Jupiter Ascending and next month asking you to read Superpowered, you might just quit the show. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, you know what? I give up. This is bullshit. I'm not doing this anymore. And then I'll be like, no, Peter, (laughs) no. I don't. I don't apologize for my choices, but no, Peter. (laughs) Look, I I think to be fair, no, I. Most of the time, while we may not agree on like books and or, 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 or films, like I think this is the real, actually to be honest, I think this is the only first one that I think was a real dud in a sense. Mm. Because with the other ones where we didn't agree on certain things, at least um, we're passionate. About we're it. passionate about it. Like whether it was because I liked it and you didn't like it, yeah. or whether you liked it and I didn't like it. Like there were things that we can talk about. Uh-huh. This was the only one when I was just looking at the whole film and I was just like, I don't know what we're, I don't know what to talk about. Like I, I, I literally don't know, um, what I can add or take away from this. I think this is the first one I've just felt like a bit, a, a bit lost on like what I'm going to talk about because I, I really felt nothing for this show. <laughs> Didn't we have like something similar when we were doing um, I Am Mother or something? Uh, like we were planning on doing I Am Mother, but we had so little to say about it that we yeah, like, yeah, actually, we'll just talk about the rest of the Sammy Chang movies yeah, instead of like... Yeah, we did. Right? Like, yeah, because we didn't, we didn't like that one. Either. No. But to be honest, I, I enjoy I Am Mother even more because at least there were things I could talk about like there were no, things no. I could you don't you, no no you didn't enjoy it more you just had more feelings I had more feelings about it I, there I, might be negative feelings yeah yeah no, right. there was more things that I can rage about yeah like for me 
this movie also wasn't so bad that I would be like, oh my god, like I can't believe they did set that up. They did this because <laughs> it was just meh. <laughs> For me, literally, this for me, uh, the one word sums up the whole movie for me. Meh. (laughs) Well, let's hope that superpowers works better. Mm. You have a 24-hour flight ahead of you. Yes. And this book would take up most of the time. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, Oh, I forgot there was something else I was going to say, which was I spent a lot of hours doing uh, playing with Apple Arcades which oh, is yeah. a new service with Apple. And I was thinking that this is a good service to recommend Peter because then he'll have you something know, to do while I'm I'll have listening. a lot of games on his phone to play with. <laughs> while I'm listening to this audiobook. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes with audiobooks, you, 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 you want to be doing something yeah. to occupy yourself while you're listening to a book because otherwise you're just sitting there with this like vacant expression on your face. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to listen to an audiobook with your eyes closed. Because I don't think... No matter how engaging a book is, if you do that, I still think like you'll fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think this would be one of those few shows where we'll run on time. Mm. Um, and, uh, um, oh, I was about to say bye without doing the closing. Oh. Uh, I'm not very professional, and I? Terrible. Yeah. Mm. Okay, we're going to re-record the whole session no. again. <laughs> I have no problems with that. I, just, I don't know whether you could deal with another like session talking about Jupiter ascending. Uh, but anyway, so you can find our show notes um, uh, on triggerpointfm.com forward slash 35. You can find us on Twitter at triggerpointfm or you can email us at questions at triggerpointfm.com. So um, that's the closing. Uh, and I really would recommend other people to tr- go and try and read Superpowers because I think it, it feels like a, how do I say it? It feels like an anime that's been made into a book form, but not a light novel. Mm. And it feels like um, like one of those Hunter x Hunter or like Dragon Ball kind of things where a person kind of need to level up. Mm. But without the gaming aspect, yeah. right? This is before lit RPG. Yeah. Like you, you don't have stats or anything like that. But where, you know, you could find out the person's limitations and they are, you know, actively trying to find ways to improve themselves. I, I just find it's an interesting concept. Hmm. I'll, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I hope it's going to be much better read or at least a much better experience, experience than Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> it's a very low bar. <laughs> that is true. I don't think there's. I don't think it can, you know, get much worse. Mm, okay. Well, until next time. <laughs> until next time. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.